What does it mean to be a watchman of the Lord? Find out on today's episode of A View from the Wall. Join I Am A Watchman Ministries Managing Editor Joe Kerr with co-host Dylan Burroughs, bringing you a fascinating discussion regarding the importance of Bible prophecy and Christian living today as it relates to our responsibility as believers to be watchmen. This is A View From The Wall. I'm Dylan Burroughs along with co-host Joe Kerr, and we are joined today with Mike Kerr. Of course, no relation, by the way, but we do want to point out that Mike is the co-founder of Hear the Watchman Ministries, and his podcast, The Watchman's Report, airs on YouTube and is a popular resource for those studying Bible prophecy. Mike, welcome to A View from the Wall today. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. Now, I hear you're calling in from Alaska today. How in the world are you and your family up in Alaska at this time of year? Tell us a little bit about it. <laughs> well, uh, Jeannie and I actually turned 60, my wife. We turned 60 this year, and we also, uh, on the 26th, it was our wedding anniversary. And we just, uh, it was a bucket list item for both of us to, to visit uh, Alaska. And uh, we flew to from uh, Bellingham, Washington, up to Anchorage, rented a car, and uh, took a little driving tour. And right now we are uh, on our way back to Anchorage uh, from Denali National Park. And out my window, I can see Mount McKinley, which is the uh, highest mountain in, uh, I think, uh, North America. Uh, And it's, uh, it's just gorgeous. So... Uh, God's been good to us. Uh, we've just had a wonderful time, and uh, we'll go. We fly to Bellingham again tomorrow, where we'll pick up our car and spend two days driving home to Idaho. Wow! Well, you've certainly uh, been blessed with a great scenic opportunity to do this interview today, and we're glad you've joined us. But for those who aren't familiar, they host the Hear the Watchman Conference in Dallas, Texas, where we officially launched I Am a Watchman Ministry some time ago. So we're excited to talk with you today. But for those who aren't familiar with Hear the Watchman, tell us a little bit about how the ministry began. What is the story behind the Hear the Watchman Ministries? Well, you know, it's, it's really, it is a very interesting story. Um, Jeannie uh, went to a conference in Montana. It was called the Whitestone Remnant Conference, and uh, and she kind of became awake uh, way more, way sooner than I did, and uh, so she invited me to go along with her, and I was like, I don't want to go to that thing. I mean, those are all these crazy people that you listen to, and and I said, where is it? And she said, well, it's in Bozeman, Montana, and I thought about it for a minute. I love to fish. So uh, I said, you know what? I'll go. And I'll just go fishing while you're at the conference because she was going to be at the conference like all day. Uh, so I figured, wow, uninterrupted fishing uh, up in Bozeman, Montana area, some of the best trout fishing in the world. Absolutely. I'm and yeah, and what happened was I went and uh, I told, we got there and she said, why don't you come in for just a second? And then you can uh, go check in and go on your way. And uh, I said, okay, I'll go in, but don't just leave me standing there. And, of course, I walked in, and she took off, and I was just standing there. And uh, this guy came in, and he was kind of 
puffing and puffing and uh, a little disheveled. And uh, he was trying to set up a book table, and I asked him if he needed help. And uh, he did. He needed some help. And uh, I set it up, and then he asked me if I would just stay there for a little bit uh, while he went and got some more books. Uh, And he didn't come back for like an hour or so. And uh, during that hour, all these people were coming up and asking me about the books. And I was saying, well, that one looks good. Uh, And it turned out that it was Steve Quayle. And uh, when he got back, I just sat there and listened to him talk to people. Long story short, I never went fishing. Uh, I spent the whole time listening to all the speakers, and I was done. I mean, I got baptized that weekend by Pastor David Langford and Steve Quayle. And uh, so Jeannie and I went home back to California at the time from there. And the next year, we wanted to do the con- we wanted to go to the conference again, but they weren't going to have it. So that conference ended, and the guy that uh, put it on didn't want to do it anymore. So uh, I had a real clear dream one night, and Jeannie says I was even talking in my sleep of a hotel on the river uh, with a chessboard, and uh, it was just very bizarre. I mean crystal clear and a very audible voice said gather my people so i told Jeannie, and uh, she's a uh, professional event planner and she goes well we have to do a conference and uh, we started down the path we found the hotel in my dream it was the riverside hotel in boise idaho where we have gone and done a conference uh but we couldn't do the first one there because it was like January. So uh, we ended up in Dallas, Texas, uh, at the Hilton DFW. Uh, and it's just gone on from there. The next conference will be in Orange County, California, October 10th through the 13th. So it's been an incredible journey. Mike, you picked the name Watchman in the title of the ministry, Hear the Watchman, and you have a Watchman's Report that you do as your podcast and your broadcast on YouTube. Tell us just a little bit, what is your definition of a modern-day Watchman? Modern-day Watchman, in my opinion, is somebody who alerts the remnant, the body of Christ, alerts the followers of what's going on, what's happening prophetically in the world today, and what the signs are. Now, my job as a watchman on the wall is to gather the people and to feed them through the speakers that we have. Like, for instance, in in Orange County, we have Paul McGuire, Paul Begley, Michael Boldea, Tori Anderson, uh, you know, Russ Gisbar, Derek Gilbert, L.A. Marzulli, Josh Pett, Don Shimura, Carl Tycrib, uh, and, and the list goes on. We have Mark Sutherland coming from England. Uh, he will be the keynote speaker at our speaker's luncheon. And uh, David Hevener, uh, who has David Hevener TV. Uh, and just, to, you know, what we do is we just want to present people with what is happening, what the biblical signs are of where we are today, and what they can do to prepare. Well, that's a wonderful ministry, and I know that you've touched so many lives through that. Uh, Before we go to break, just briefly give us that background of what a watchman is in the Old Testament as we consider what we are talking about here today with watchman ministries. Well, in the Bible, the watchmen were up on the wall, 
And they were there to alert people. They were there to bring the message back. And that is really exactly what we try to do with our ministry, is we bring the message. And it's not our job to interpret the message. It's our job to present the message. You know, every conference is different, and, you know, it's current. Everything's current. So, you know, if you went to a Hear the Watchman conference, you know, three years ago, the first one, let's say, and we're on, I think, number 10 now, uh, and now you come to uh, conference number 10, you're getting everything current. You're not going to hear the same stuff you heard three years ago because that's not what's happening. Signs are happening every day. I mean, we see the earthquakes, the fires. Uh, there's just signs. And that's what we do. We gather the people and we gather the speakers. And we like to say we stand on the wall and shout. Well, here the Watchman is hosting a conference in California soon. And when we come back, we'll talk more about that event and how you can attend or join the live stream. So stick with us here on A View from the Wall. From I Am A Watchman Ministries, here's today's I Am A Watchman Minute. The Bible doesn't provide details of the last part of Jeremiah's life. Most believe he was taken from his homeland and died as a martyr while living as an exile in Egypt. Many believe that as Jeremiah lived in exile, he founded a synagogue in Egypt near Alexandria. Not much is known about how he accomplished that, but we know that about 600 years later, a young man living in Egypt learned about God, the law, and the prophets. Later, that man, Apollos, traveled and met the Apostle Paul, who showed him how the Old Testament points to Christ. Apollos became a believer and an evangelist, partly because centuries earlier, Jeremiah was faithful to God's call in his life. So faithfully follow the Lord's leading in your life. You never know how your work will impact others. Be bold. Be faithful. Be a watchman. Iamawatchman.com Welcome back to A View from the Wall. This is Dylan Burrows with Joe Kerr, and we've been talking with Mike Kerr today from Hear the Watchman, and he will be hosting the Disclosure on the Coast Prophecy Unveiled Conference, October 10th through 13th in Orange County, California. How did you come up with that theme? You know, actually, my wife did. And what we what we did, she got a clear message that from, uh, from the Lord that said, take back your territory. And we had left California because we were so fed up with California. I did not want to do a conference in California, uh, but she had a clear message. And then we decided on disclosure on the coast because, you know, we're right there in Orange County, California, right by John Wayne Airport. Just down the street is actually the coast, Newport Beach. And uh, we decided to call it disclosure on the coast, but Prophecy Unveiled comes from the fact that each speaker is going to provide solutions to today's prophetic events and warnings of what to watch out for. And that is where we really get into this disclosure and the teachings. Talk a little bit more about some of the speakers, Mike, and what they'll be discussing. Uh, Well, L.A. Marzulli, uh, he's on the cutting edge of... uh, 
the Nephilim and searching that out and researching that. Michael Bolbea is Dimitri Dudeman's grandson. He actually interpreted for Dimitri when Dimitri was here. And uh, he has a, a message that he's bringing to California of what really the Bible says, what it says, what he interprets it as, and how it affects your daily life. Pastor Paul Bagley, of course, does our Sunday service, uh, and he preaches, and he's just on fire, and then he will do baptisms. We've baptized now easily a 1,000 people by now have been baptized for our conferences. Uh, Stephen Bankard, now he's the new up-and-comer. He came out of the new age, and he became saved, and this kid, I mean, he's not really just a kid. He's like in his 20s. So to me, he's a kid. Uh, he is on fire for Jesus. And one of the most amazing researchers of the Bible that I've met so far, and he talks about what's going on with the infiltration of New Age in the church. Uh, Josh Peck. Uh, Josh Peck, of course, is over at Skywatch TV. He and Stephen actually wrote a book together. Uh, about the New Age, and uh, Josh is just a prolific researcher, and he's into quantum physics, and he just ties in everything about real life and the Bible and pulls it together in a way I've never seen anyone. Uh, of course, Russ Dizdar. Uh, Russ is, is out there fighting the demonic. Uh, he's He's just a a truly an amazing guy, actually goes out and deals with people and possessions and just satanic worship. Uh, and he's going to talk uh, about that and some of his current uh, work. Carl uh, Tycrib, uh, now he's, he is uh, hands-on, man. He is out in, in the field right now, actually, preaching the gospel at Burning Man. He uh, has a team there. Uh, and they went to Burning Man, and they actually preached the Bible, and they've had people come to them and be saved and turn around and, and you know, just re- redirect their entire life. Derek Gilbert. Now, Derek Gilbert is a phenomenal researcher. Uh, he, of course, is a host over at Skywatch TV, and he also has a show called uh, A View from the Bunker. So, you know, I mean, it's it's kind of, I got the view from the wall and the view from the bunker that I've been on now. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, Paul McGuire is just amazing. You know, I mean, he's, he and uh, his co-author, Troy Anderson, who will be speaking, have a book out now that's just burning it up called Trump Ocalypse. And uh, it just talks about all the prophecy uh, that's unfolding in front of us and where Trump, where our government fits into it, and what's going on. Uh, it's just phenomenal. And I know I already mentioned Russ Dizdar, but his whole thing will be talking about spiritual warfare and training, actual training on, on how to fight the demonic in your home, at your work, with your children. Uh, because you know that when, when Satan wants to attack us, his first place, first best place to attack is actually between a husband and a wife. And so if he can stir things up between a husband and a wife, he starts to break the entire family down. And Russ 
trains you on what to expect and how to notice what the signs are of that happening. Is certainly an excellent line of speakers. I've heard several of those before, and I know folks are going to want to join you at the conference if they can. Tell the folks how they can get signed up for the conference, and if they're not able to make the trip to Orange County, California, are you doing a live stream this year, Mike? And how can they sign up for that? Absolutely. They, all they have to do, uh, Joe, is go to hear the watchmen, men.com. Everything is there. We will be live streaming on demand. Uh, when you purchase your live stream ticket, you actually get access to it for six months. So you have plenty of time to go back over it, listen to the speakers again, and really study it. There are different ticket categories. You can go online, check that out. We have a VIP ticket special and just a regular individual. And there's actually a promotional code for I am a watchman, which is just I AAW20. That will get you $20 off your ticket and 20% off the live streaming package. Again, IAAW20. And there's a spot when you go to buy your ticket or sign up for the live stream where you just put that code in. And again, $20 off a physical ticket, 20% off of a uh, live stream on-demand ticket. And so we, we hope that you all avail yourself of that. Now is the time to sign up. We are running out of space rapidly. Also, there's an opportunity for the speaker's luncheon. You buy a separate ticket to that. Joe uh, has been to one of those. It's a wonderful opportunity to fellowship with each of the speakers and to be current with what they're up to and, and what's going on and where their research is leading them. Well, this is a fabulous opportunity. I hope you'll take advantage of it. And we'll be right back with more with our special guest, Mike Kerr, here on A View from the Wall. Stick with us. The I Am A Watchman ministry is supported by people just like you so that we can continue in our call to encourage, disciple, educate, and bring people from all tribes and tongues into a right relationship with Jesus. The I Am A Watchman ministry desires to reach the lost, encourage and equip believers, and prepare for the return of the Lord. There's a great need to share truth and disciple believers. Most in the Western world are not strong in their faith. Billions in Africa and India and in Arab and Asian regions are lost or persecuted for their faith. We want to reach them and equip them. Our vision is to facilitate the multiplication of godly leaders, watchmen around the world. Free I Am A Watchman resources have been accessed by individuals in more than 160 countries, but there's so much more to do. Please consider becoming a prayer and financial partner in this good work. Visit IamAWatchman.com to find out how. Welcome back. We're here again on A View from the Wall. And in our final segment today with Mike Kerr, we want to give him an opportunity to share a little bit about how God has changed his life. He mentioned it just briefly earlier in the program. And we don't do this every show, but he has an incredible personal story of how he came to Christ and how he became a watchman. It's an excellent illustration of why anyone could be a watchman for the Lord. Mike, would you please share a little bit about your testimony, if you would? 
Absolutely. You know, I am truly blessed. I was a man who had everything that the world had to offer. I worked on Wall Street. I traveled around the world. Uh, I, I went into commercial real estate. Everything I touched seemed to turn to gold. Until one day it didn't. And I was in a very bad car accident, and I became addicted to a painkiller. And what seemed like overnight, but it really wasn't. It was a slow, steady decline. I lost everything, and I ended up homeless on the streets of Los Angeles. And, uh, you know, one day uh, I was just at the end of my rope. I'd been out on the streets for about six months. Um, I'd had it. Uh, I, I really, I just, I, I was just at the end of my rope and I sat down and I prayed and I hadn't prayed for, I don't know how long, but I prayed and it was a very simple prayer. I said, God, either save me or kill me. And I was fine either way. I'd tried to jump off bridges and jump in front of a train, but you know, I always was the hopeless optimist. I thought, you know, it can only get better from here. And so I sat there and, and I said that prayer and I didn't have any shoes. Some, some other homeless guy had stolen my shoes the night before. Uh, and so I had no shoes and I was sitting there. All of a sudden, a guy came up to me and he handed me a pair of sandals. And he said, I don't know why I have these in my car today, but you certainly look like you could use them more than I can. And I was like, wow. And then he just literally, when I looked back up, he was gone. And I took the sandals and I put them on and I was admiring my sandals. And another man came up to me and handed me $10. And he said to me, I don't normally give bums like you money, but for some reason today I'm compelled to give you this $10. Now, when he called me a bum, it just cut to my core. I mean, I, I thought to myself, what have I done, man? How, how has this happened? Now I had this $10 and you know, it was decision time. What was I going to do with that $10? Was I going to go down the street to a liquor store and get something to provide me relief for the day? Uh, or was, was I going to do something else? And I stood up and I sat on a bus bench and a bus pulled up and I got on the bus with that $10 and I rode the bus to the end of the line. And when I got off at the end of the line, there was a shelter there and a lady standing out. And I walked up to her and she, and she said to me, we've been expecting you. And I was like, wow. And I went into that shelter and into a program that changed my life around and got me back up off the streets and back into life. Now, it was a long journey. It took, it took a long time. I had to go to jail, and it was really on the floor of a jail room cell that I was truly saved because I got down on the floor of that cell with about 30 other guys in there. Uh, and you, cause you can imagine, it didn't smell real good. <clears throat> but I got down on that floor and truly repented for everything that I had ever done and just came clean with the Lord with everything that I had done that had hurt other people or had been a sin, everything. First time in my life I did that. And when I was done, I instantly felt this relief. I felt this warm feeling, and I knew that I had a purpose. And 
I got out of jail, again, got my life back together. Jeannie and I dated in high school and college, uh, and we had gone our separate ways. It had been 30 years since I had seen her, uh, and I was compelled to call her up and apologize for the fact that I dumped her when we were in college for another girl. And uh, so we started talking, and we ended up talking for, I think, like eight hours on the phone. And uh, we met, had coffee, and we just celebrated 13 years of marriage. Uh, so uh, the Lord works in incredible ways. And I just became a grandfather. You know, I have a, gra- a beautiful little granddaughter that we're going to go see in California after the conference. And, you know, it's just, it has truly been a journey. And, uh, you know, I, I always say when, when I had that dream, and God said to me, gather my people. I am convinced that he was at the end of his Rolodex, that he had asked every other person, and they said, I'm busy, you know, I can't do it. And when he got to me, I was like, yes, yeah, sure, absolutely. You know, and uh, didn't know how to do it, really didn't know what to do, but just knew that I needed to do it. And uh, I, today, I truly try to help uh, all the people that come to hear the Watchmen. Uh, if you want to contact me, if you're having problems and you need some help, uh, you want someone to talk to, all you have to do is go to hearthewatchmenmen.com, click the contact button up at the top, and that'll come directly to me. And I answer each of the emails that I get as fast as I can. So uh, I'm just blessed, and I've been blessed to have uh, I Am a Watchman uh, with us, and, and I'm so grateful that they chose us to launch their uh, whole platform. And Joe uh, has just been wonderful to us. And we're just truly grateful and humbled uh, by what the Lord has done with us and for us. Mike, we like to conclude each program with a word of challenge and encouragement for our Watchmen community and reach out to them wherever they're listening. This program is heard in over 100 countries and a lot of listeners that consider themselves Watchmen. What's on your heart that Watchmen and women need to know in these last days? Well, I'll tell you what. What's on my heart is what I usually close my show, uh, which is Fear of the Watchmen Journey. Uh, on YouTube, just Google Hear the Watchmen YouTube. Well, I'll end up with the way I end that show, and it's really true. There's absolutely nothing that you can't do with Jesus in your heart, except nothing at all. You have to get out there and activate your faith. You have to be out there serving the Lord. You can't just sit at home and read the Bible 24 hours a day. You have to put it into action. Because that's what God wants from all of us. He wants us to do His work. Well, that's wonderful to hear. And we thank you again for being with us, Mike, and sharing about your testimony, how God's changed you, and how He's working in your ministry. And we want to encourage people again to check out the information about hearthewatchmenmen.com, hearthewatchmen.com, and find out more about the upcoming conference in California, as well as his Watchmen's Report that airs on YouTube. So many good resources out there, and we appreciate you being with us. Thanks again for joining us this week. We look forward to being with you again next time on A View from the Wall. A View from the Wall, in association with I Am a Watchman Ministries, exists to equip a worldwide audience with biblical truth, sharing it with others, and being prepared for Christ's imminent return. 
The team seeks to encourage, inspire, and equip watchmen for such a time as this. For information about the ministry and upcoming events, visit IamAWatchman.com. A View from the Wall is made possible by the team of dedicated pastors, editors, and the many contributors of I Am A Watchman Ministries. To support our efforts, give online at IamAWatchman.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks for listening and join us again next time on A View from the Wall.